Hi, and welcome to my new podcast. God bless, and I'm so flabbergasted that you can come. I will be talking about a subject that's important to us. Is it over or is it not over? Sometimes in life we want to know, is it over for me? Is this the end? Have I come to my wit's end and I don't know what else that I'm going to do? Everything seems so scary and hard and it just seems like I ain't going to make it. I tried this. I tried that. I went here. I went there. But just, it just seemed like it just didn't turn out right. Can somebody please help me? Well, I'm letting you know tonight, it's not over until God says it's over. Sometimes we think in life that it's over. God doesn't have a plan for me. I'm just a person that repeats my history. I don't seem like I'm going to make it through another day. I don't seem like my mind is going to be able to take the pressure of this world. And many times we think that way. We say, man, you know, it just seemed like everybody around me seemed like they're getting by but me. I'm skimping on a dime, a nickel, a penny, a quarter, and trying to buy this milk and bread and cereal and food and different things that are of necessity. And it just seems like I am not getting over. No matter how I try, I am not getting over. Well, I'm here to let you know that it's not over until God says it's over. I want to take you to a couple of stories in the Bible about a man who knew God. And God knew him. His name was Noah. In God's eyes, Noah was a righteous man. And God one day decided that he was going to destroy the world with water. Why? Because man's hearts had turned away from God. And they no longer loved God. They no longer wanted God or had to do anything with gods. They worshiped their gods. So God said, you know what? And these Nephilims, these giants, these these people, they walked the earth 
in that time. And they were intermingling, having children by these demonic forces that they call the fallen angels. And so they would mate with the women's and etc. And God saw that there was a lot of nonsense going on here. And man's heart just totally turned cold on God. God said, you know, I see one man that's holding on. And sometimes things around you may seem twisted, demented. And you don't know where this is going. You're like, oh, no. Mm -mm. I don't know where this is going. This is just too weird for me. You know. And it just doesn't seem like I'm going to make it through another day. Because things just seem so twisted and demented. Things are failing. People are failing. Systems are failing. You know. Presidents are failing. The governments are failing. What next? Well, I'm here to let you know. It ain't over. Until God says. It's over. So hold on. Be like Noah. Noah decided that he would hold on to God no matter what the people said. Sometimes friends, loved ones say, girl, if I was you, I would do it like this and I would do that and I would do that. And then maybe a friend will say, forget about that. Forget about them. And maybe somebody might say, you should do that. Because you're going to be better off. I'm telling you. So you got all these twisted, demented, demented people around you telling all these things to you. And you're trying to make one decision. That may save the very person that you are from this life and hoping that it don't be the wrong decision that you make. The father was in the barns and cleaning and doing what he normally do and he looked down the road and he saw someone coming. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. He saw somebody coming. And so he ran up to meet him. And he said, my son. Oh, he didn't. When your children come home to see you. And they ain't saw you in a long time. Don't curse them out. Don't be mad with them. Don't. Don't say bad things to them. Because you just might just run them back away again. And you might not ever be able to see them again. You know, put the the, the put the best welcome mat down for them. Tell them, welcome them in the house. Come on in. I'm so glad that you came. It's been a long time. And I'm so happy. That you are okay. And nothing's wrong with you. 
I'm so, so delighted to know you're okay. Break out some food. Give them some food to eat. They might be really hungry and they haven't had anything. Give them some water to drink or your favorite drink that you always know that they normally like to drink. Make them feel homely. Don't push them away because next time, it may not be a next time. Next time, something dramatic might really happen to them. And you probably would never get a chance to see them again. And that is the very day that your heart will break because you would never get to see them again. So be homely to people that you have never seen that much again before. And now they have come back around. Don't push them away. Love them. So we know that what happened, he said, I am so glad you're here. He said, let me get a ring. Let me get a ring. He didn't say, let me uh, slap your face. You know, I'm really mad. You didn't did it this time. Took my money. Spent it on stupid stuff. I should send you on back down the road. You ain't coming in my house with your crazy, stupid nonsense self. No, he didn't say that. He said, get him a ring. Put on his finger. Get a robe, my Lord, my Lord, my Lord, Jesus. And put on his back. And let's have a fiesta and kill the fattest cow. My Lord, my son, who was lost. Now he is found. But check this out. Everybody ain't going to be happy to see that loved one. They're going to be mad, especially if it's a brother of that or, or maybe a close loved one of that person. They're going to be happy. They're going to be like, you did all this stuff for them. You did all this stuff for them. And now you're going to kill the fattest calf and have a party? Are you kidding, Dad? Are you, have you lost it? You, and then they had the nerve to get jealous. Oh, jealousy was what causes rage. You can't see somebody else having more than what you got. Which is sad. I just can't see them. They don't. I'm telling you. They they don't really. Should have that. Because. I've been the faithfulest. You know. And then that's when. Father. You know. He had to talk to his son and tell him. You always had me. Everything I have. Belonged to you. 
But your brother, he was lost, glory be to God. And now he's found. Come, rejoice with me. So he come and rejoice with him. And he realized what you said is right. I should not be jealous. Because you're right, you have gave me everything that I always wanted. So why now should I complain? I should be joyful and be happy with you. Because he was lost, but now he is found. So that's the same way with God, God with us. God said, he re- heaven rejoices over one that repented. Just one. The whole heavens is like, woo, woo, woo. Can you imagine that? I can't even imagine that in my mind. The whole heavens is rejoicing. So, likewise, Father, when a backslider returns to him, he rejoices. He is so glad that you came. He won't turn you away. He won't say, get out of my house, you filthy animal. I don't want you here anymore. You make me sick. I don't even know why you returned to this house. You just bring a shame here. You know, but we should not be that way. We should be joyful when one who was lost now is found. When we see them and then God provides and makes a way for them. We should be rejoicing and happy. Not mad that they was away so long. And now that they're back, <clears throat> I really don't care. Because that's not love. That's hate. So God wants us to love one another. And when we see one who was lost. And God bring them back to the fold. We should receive them and rejoice with love. And put our arms around them. And say I love you. I love you. You may not think I do. But I do. God bless you. Anything you need. If I can be an assistance to you. I will help you get through what I can. In Jesus name. Even if it's assistance and a word. A word to them. That may keep their hearts and their minds. From going back there and going astray. Or it just may be. They need some physical stuff. Okay here's some toiletries. Here's some this and that for you. And. This will help you to clean yourself up and get yourself better prepared. And here's some clean clothes. Here's a shirt, a pair of pants or a skirt or whatever it is, jacket. Keep you warm. When you show them the love, then they know the love of God is in you. And they cannot accuse you and say, the love of God is not in them. Because uh, every time I, I look around, that's all I see. They acting like they two-faced. Like they just turn their face away from me. Like they don't even know who I am. But when the love of God is in you, it's going to show. You're not going to turn away those who are in need. Or those who do not have. You're going to help them some way and somehow. Even if it's through a word. But God said to love. Love in word and deed. He said, if you see a man. And you speak kind words to him. Tell him good good things. But the man has a physical need. The man might need a drink of water. Or he might need a blanket or something. 
and you and you walk away and say, be in, in good happiness and God bless you and everything is good. Everything is good. What good is your words going to do if you do not give what that man needed at that appointed time? Your words are very futile to him because they don't mean nothing. He just he just going to like, uh, okay, uh, you gave me some good things that I can hear, but my stomach is hurting right now and I haven't had food in five hours. I am so hungry. I don't know what to do. I wish I had some food. Maybe I can hear better. Just like Jesus. Jesus fed the multitude. He gave them food. He didn't just give them uh, the food of the word of God. But he gave them food to eat. Because they had hunger. And so he he broke up. And he found the fishes and the five loaves of bread. For the little boy had brought. And he multiplied it and gave to all the people, the 5,000 people that were there. So God did not leave them hungry. He fed them. He, he helped them. And he, he helped them on both ends. He didn't leave them hungry. So we cannot leave people hungry. If people come and they're expecting the food and they're hungry. And all you just want to do is give them what you want to give them. And, and they're in the need. What good is it if you do not help them get their needs so that they can function and be better amen so we want to know it's not over until god says over so it was not over for the prodigal son even though you know he thought it was over but it was not over for him he said father just make me a hired servant he said I don't want to make you no higher servant. Sometimes our expectations, we don't what our expectations are, are not always what it is, because we think we assume. Here we come, we assume. I just know they're not gonna help me today. I I I just know that um I'm wasting my time. This is not gonna change. Our our. They just going to like tell me to go back where I came from, or they just going to tell me um it's closed. We can't do nothing for you. So I'm just gonna not even try. I'm not even going to like ask, or or I'm not even going to try to impl- imply upon it. Because why? I just know your expectations of assumption is so high that sometimes what you assume is not even what it is and sometimes within ourselves we assume that with God I just know God is not going to give me that and I just know that God is just angry with me I I just know that he won't forgive me of what I've done because it's so bad and I, I just know that God don't he don't really like that stuff and I just know that he is not type of God that's just going to give me anything I just know that he just going he going to leave me alone by myself and I just know that he is not going to be there uh, to answer that prayer I just I just know that my children is not going to change and, and I just know that uh, this ain't going to never change and I just know that sometimes we have to stop and think that God is a good God 
and he said he will never fail. His words never fail. He won't fail. So why will not I put a, my trust in a God that won't fail me instead of putting my trust in a man that I know that will fail me? Because man might say, I'll be there today. And in that same day, in that same hour, he doesn't show up. But with God, if he says that, I will be there. Don't worry. And you may not come when I am going to come when you suspect it. But I surely am going to come. So you may think that I won't be on time. But I am a God that will be on time. You know, with me, there's no time. Because I am everywhere. I will be there. You can you can depend on me. You can depend on that. I'm not going to let you down. No matter what. Because you belong to me. And I belong to you. You know. So. Yes. I came to tell you tonight, as long as you have breath in your body and have not given over to the will of Satan, it's not over till God says over. As long as we don't give up, we don't give in, it is not over. Today, because today, you can't give up. Because the day you give up, you don't know what can happen. Your blessing is probably right around the corner. Probably like a minute or two minutes away. And you said, I give up. You would say, it is finished. I'm through. I done done this, been there, and did that. And I ain't going to do it no more. Remember the story about Jacob and Esau. They were twin brothers. And one day, Jacob was sitting and went out. In the field and he made some porridge and Esau was out he was a hunter and he was hunting the food hunting the deers and whatever their their cuisine was in those days he he was a hunter he was out hunting and for that day he came home and he was so tired and hungry he was hungry and he wanted some food bad he said he was out there and he just felt like he might faint if he didn't get no food that's how serious it was and then so he went to his brother and he said uh hey brother uh mm, i sure would love to have some of that soup right now Oh, that soup looks so good and tasty. I am so hungry. It felt like I was going to fall out out there. I was going to faint today if I didn't get no food right now. And Jacob said, oh, well, I'll, I'll help you. I'll give you some food, brother. Yeah, sure. 
but it's something that you got to do for me. You something that you got to give up, brother. And he said, oh, anything. What is it? Oh, sure. Tell me. Uh, what do you want? In other words, uh, what, what can I do to help you? Well, brother, I would like you to give me your birthright. <laughs> he said, oh, that? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just give me the soup. I'm hungry. Yeah, get, just feed me. Just give me the food. Give me the food, man. You, yeah, you can have it. He took no second thought. Sometimes in life, things are over because we take no second thought for our actions. And we just launch out without taking thought. God said, be slow. Slow to speak and slow to wrath. Slow to anger. Slow. You've got to think before you indulge in something because you don't know what you're going to be indulging in. And you don't know how detrimental it is for you to give up something that is dear to you that you shouldn't give up. So yes, Esau made a mistake. He gave up his birthright to his brother for a bowl of soup. <laughs> How crazy can you get with that? You know what a birthright is? You are the firstborn. And so when father dies, you're the one that gets the most blessings. Or you get the blessings that you're supposed to get from father. The firstborn. He has a right to a lot of good things. And Esau gave it up. And then the thing about it, Jacob was uh, cunning like his mother his mother was cunning she was the one that helped him think the way he thought and told him you know your father's dying this is the time you got the birth right now so what we're going to do we are going to we are going to get Esau hair some of his hair that feels like a bear so we're going to get some hair that feels like a bear like Esau and we're going to put it on your arm make it soft and hairy because Esau was a hairy man so what the Bible says so but the thing with God, we can't fool God. Because it doesn't matter what type of mask we put on. God ripped that mask off. And he already knows what's under that mask. So don't think you can fool God one minute. Because you can't fool God. That's when things turn. And that's when it becomes over. When we think we can pull the wool over God's eyes. If we cannot. 
and we lose out when we are dishonest with God and we don't come clean with God, we lose out on a lot of blessings and good things because we did not come clean with him. We didn't tell him all about our troubles. We didn't tell him all about our problems. We didn't give our problems to him. We take it upon ourselves. And we lose out with God because we took it upon. We didn't think before we made a move. And it made us lose out on a lot of stuff. So y'all out there, y'all think before y'all make a move. Because you think that is right, but that's not necessarily right. And then what happens? Boom. Done for. And then we want to blame God. Oh God, why did you allow this to happen to me? I, I just know this ain't right. But it sometimes don't have nothing to do with God. It's because of our own disobedience and our way of thinking. God said, do it this way. We said, heck no, nah, I'm going to do it this way. And then when we do it that way, just like the prodigal son did, he missed out on a lot of good things with his father. But because his father loved him, he took him back. And because God loves us, he takes us back. You know, so therefore, don't miss out. Don't miss out because of the wrong things you think and the wrong things you do. Don't miss out. Because Father God has so much more, so many blessings in store for us if we hold on and don't give up our birthrights. Don't give up the Holy Spirit for this world. Because it's the best thing that could ever happen to you. It's the best thing out there. There's nothing else out there. You always think it is. Just like Esau thought the soup was the best thing because he felt inside of him he was fainting. And he needed so he didn't care. So he was willing to grab anything. And he didn't even realize what he had said out of his mouth. And then, but when he realized, it was too late. When he finally opened his eyes. When the people finally opened their eyes and realized that the water started falling down from heaven. It was too late. But God sent warning. He sent love. He sent kindness. But then they refused. They they didn't want it. So God is not a God. That does not show love. Because he does. But it's up to us to receive his love. It's up to us to receive his kindness. It's up to us to believe. So. Yes. There is hope to overcome. We can overcome today. There is hope. Don't ever let the devil tell you that you're hopeless. David, King David in the Bible, he thought he was hopeless. But he was not hopeless. Because 
he came to his senses and he said he knew that God was good. He knew that God never let him down. So he was not hopeless. He might have been in a hopeless situation, but he was not hopeless because he trusted in God. And that's something we have to do too so that we can overcome. Some things seem impossible, you know, you know, to conquer and the devil got you confused. But it is saying this, it's not that it's the end because it's not the end. It wasn't the end for the prodigal son, even though when he came down the road, he assumed that it was over for him. Papa will never receive me again the way I think he will receive me. He will never love me again the way what God said he will not forsake you. And if he said he will not forsake you, he will not forsake you. That's a promise. But let us not forsake him. Let us not walk away because of our greediness of what we want. And we don't care about what he wants. Let's not do that. Because God is not a greedy God. God is very giving. And he loves to share with us. He shared his son, which was the greatest gift of them all. So it's up to us to walk with Jesus. You know, Jesus said, I am the door. Hallelujah. And if by any man will enter, he shall be saved. God is the door. And he's waiting for us to knock. Hello, Daddy. I'm here. He said, come on in. I've been waiting for you. I'm so happy that you're here. And he wants to sit. He wants to talk with us. He wants to communicate with us. He wants to show us love and kindness. So the door is waiting for you. All you have to do is come to it and knock on it. Believe, Father God will not tell you to go away. He will not tell you, you have no business here. He will not tell you, you're not a child of mine. But he's telling you, if you come to me, I will no lie wise cast you out. The door will be open. He said, knock, and the door shall be open. Shall be open.
So it's not over until God says it's over. So hold your head up and know who loves you tonight. Know who cares about you. Know who wants to be there for you. Know who won't turn you away if you only come to him. He said, come unto me all ye that labor. You all. If you're going through something, come to me. I'm waiting. I won't turn you away. Just like the prodigal son. I, I won't turn you away. You are my child. Come to me. Come. And let me sup with you and you with me. Let us have some dinner. Let us have a party. Let us have a fiesta. Praise God. So yes, I would like to say a prayer for those out there who are going through something or may have a mental condition or mentally unstable thinking that God has forgot about you. He doesn't want you. You're no good. You just exist. You are nobody. You feel like you're a rotten, down scoundrel, but you're not. You feel hopeless, like you have lost your best friend. You haven't. God wants to be there for you tonight, so let him be there for you. Let him see you through whatever you need to get through tonight. He is your hope. He is your joy and he is your peace. And he is your comforter. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So be of good courage. God will not leave you or forsake you. You can come to him and he won't turn you away. So if anybody out there tonight who are going through, know God won't turn you away tonight. He didn't turn me away. When I was going through all the things I was going through, God never turned me away. He was there for me. And surely he see me through. And he will see you through. Just trust him and believe him. Stand on his word. Dearly Father, Lord Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I come to you. These are your children. I ask you to help them. In a time of weakness, in a time of pain, in a time of sorrow, at anything that comes between. Some have walked away from you, but they want to find a way to get back. Lord, you said that you will not leave us nor forsake us. You will always be there. Take them by the hand and let them know that you are there. And you want to be their God. And you want to help them out of their dilemmas and their problems and their situation. You want to refresh. You want to re renew. You want to regenerate. So let them know, Lord. In Jesus' name. Let them know you are there for them. And we thank you, Lord, for what you have done, what you're going to do, what you already have done. 
In Jesus' precious holy name we pray. And we thank you, God, for being so wonderful, so good, so merciful. In Jesus' name, we give you all the honor, praise, and the glory. Thank you for what you have done. Amen. I hope something that was said that will help you along the way. And remember, you may be like the prodigal son, but God will not turn you away. He's waiting for you. So come to him and rejoice because God's arms are wide open and they're waiting for you. Oh, yes. If you're looking for some good music, God has blessed me to write music and orchestrate it. The name of my playlist is J's, J-A-Y-E-S, Love for God. My channel is Jesha Song. So if you get there for some good music, some Holy Ghost music, you will find it to add to your already beautiful collection of songs you may already have in your arsenal. So yes, and I have uh, my podcast, my audio podcast that is playing on Spotify. You can check it out. It's uh, Precepts. And what God wants from us. Precepts and what God wants from us. James, J-A-N-E, Parrot, P-A-R-R-O-T. Thank you and God bless. And I hope that you will have a wonderful day. And I hope to see you in the next episode. God bless you. And bye.